willing to sacrifice building a solid future for a bicycle race. It's very self-destructive. Would you try to understand? The only thing I'm good at is riding this bike. Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss. I'm Tom. I'm here with Brittany, Eric, and Christopher. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hey, we have a first-time guest here. Howdy. And his name is Christopher. <laughs> That's Welcome. Me. Thank you. Yes. To here. Yes. Welcome uh, to our den of debauchery. <laughs> Glad to be here. Excellent. Uh, so tonight, we actually, we watched his pick, Christopher's pick. He brought a movie on for us to enjoy. Yes, uh, the 1986 uh, BMX classic, Rad. Yes. And, and enjoy it, we did. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Um, what's your relationship with B-movies? Uh, it's been kind of lifelong. I have multiple older brothers and been subjected to them my whole life. So when I was probably <laughs> too young to be watching it, I was watching things like Critters and uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown, Night <laughs> of the Lepus, things Excellent. like that. Uh, so yeah, just been kind of watching them my whole life. Uh, and always had a special appreciation for... Uh, for different films. Yeah. Well, okay, so this has been something that you've just harnessed since a child. Oh, yeah, you have to embrace it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, you, if you feel it from a young age, you need to just follow that path. <laughs> I think that's a, the most polite way I've ever heard it ordered to. <laughs> different films. Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay, yeah, so now, now let's get into what Rad was about, if you wouldn't mind indulging us. Uh, well, Rad is the tale of uh, Christopher Crew Jones, uh, who is a... Uh, Young upstart living in uh, Cochrane, Indiana, a uh, very, very talented BMX bike racer. And it so happens that for some reason, the Mongoose Bike Company decided to sponsor uh, one of their national races called Helltrack uh, in this town in kind of the middle of nowhere. Uh, as luck would have it, crew manages to sort of qualify for this race. And despite his mother wanting him to take his SATs and him saying, I don't care about my future, he manages <laughs> to get through and not only qualify, but win the race. Whoa, he hey, won? Spoilers. Spoiler. <laughs> I, th I think if the movie is 30 years old, I think the law of spoilers at this juncture has really gone away. Yeah, I think so. I think you're, we're in safe territory. Also, here. kids sports movie in the 80s, I don't think they had like losing endings at that point in history. No, but just imagine how dark this movie could have gone. It would have been hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no, it really could have. It really could have. All Loses, right. starts doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've explained what this movie is about. So why why did you pick this why, uh, movie for us to watch here tonight? Uh, I think I've seen it more than any other movie uh, <laughs> that I've ever seen. And uh, like second would probably be Troll 2. Mm. And that I know that I've seen probably in the 30s to 40s. Wow. So and I know that I know that I've seen Rad more. I don't know how much more. It's just to me, it's not even a question. It's yes. just like, oh, yeah, well, obviously I've seen Rad more than Troll 2. Yeah. And, you've, and you have a history with this movie. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> a, um, a friend of my brother's uh, rented it uh, back when it was sort of gaining its um, foundations as a, as a cult movie. And he showed it to uh, to my brother. My brother rented it, showed it to my other brother, who ended up getting it for Christmas. <laughs> so that Christmas vacation, starting December 26th of that year, uh, <laughs> had to have been 92, I think, because it was the year that Batman Returns came out. Um, the three of us watched Rad every morning for that entire school break. So for the remaining six or seven days or whatever, like I managed to get a... Uh, 
get Batman Returns on one day, which is what I asked for. But the rest <laughs> of the days, the rest of the days, we watched Rad. So that that is basically what the genesis of it was. And we didn't watch it every day after that. But whenever it was on, like if anyone of if any one of us ever threw it on, everyone else would kind of gravitate into the room and like <laughs> kind of make an afternoon of it. Uh, so awesome. I, I do have one question for you. Um, now, when you guys were watching this growing up, did did you like strive to be like a paper boy? Like, <laughs> like where you're just like dream job, paper boy. Um, I couldn't ride a bike until I was in sixth grade. Oh, so yeah, no, that, that was a big no for me. <laughs> uh, but, but my older brother Ryan was actually big into biking, and uh, his hockey number was uh, 33, which is Crew's number as well. So uh, we called him Crew for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's start with, with successes for the movie, okay? Let's start with the easy bits. Uh, Eric. Uh, I like how goddamn genuine this movie is. Right? <laughs> it's. I usually do like a heavy dose of cynicism in my movies, but for some reason, like the positive vibe of this movie just worked for me. Like, you have this small, tight-knit town. Everyone's very supportive of each other. Uh, everyone's striving for this one kid to, to meet his goal. Something about that is very enjoyable. Yeah. Not something you see too often. Yeah. Uh, at least not in the movies I watch. <laughs> well, I, I want to add to that with like, so the main dilemma of the movie isn't if BMX or biking is allowed, period. It's who gets to do it. <laughs> it's not footloose with BMX. Yeah, no, I like, because usually with these movies, they're like trying to stop the kids from biking. It's just like, no, who's going to get to bike? That's the only dilemma. Like you everyone's sponsor. Everyone's all on board with it already in this town. It, it's sort of like the Mighty Ducks 3 uh, dilemma where they're trying to decide who gets on varsity, whereas who gets the shame of JV. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Totally. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Brittany, what about you? I'm going to be totally useless because I enjoyed this movie so damn much, I hardly took any notes at all. That's okay. a success in itself. Yeah. This, movie's this movie was definitely the feel-good hit of my summer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about anyone else. Yeah. Was it was it torture watching this during Christmas vacation, knowing that you couldn't even just play outside and just release all the energy this movie gave you? <laughs> no, because it was cold and there was no snow. So it was like, uh, I basically had the option of either that or something that wasn't TV related. And neither of those really. <laughs> Rad it is. Yeah, it's. I'll wait until the Nintendo's free, I guess. <laughs> um, the music in this movie rules. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very, like, upbeat and inspirational. It's, it's like every 80s synth montage music you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, it's like take it to the limit, this. but not that succinct. Yeah. <laughs> for the life of me, I cannot think of the, the name of the gent who wrote most of the songs for it. It's John something. It's going to come to me. Uh, but yeah, he, he wrote the bulk of the songs for it. And yeah, they're they're pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> you you, uh, you were able to uh, do a cover of one of these songs yourself. Yes? Uh, more like three or four of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, they, they weren't finished. Uh, they were done for an RPM challenge project. And um, it was kind of not the whole project wasn't finished so i kind of just <laughs> left those in the ether uh but funny story uh the singer from um very wilmar uh is a big fan of uh send me an angel mm. so i've been on his case to just sing that and we can just put it out as very wilmar and just be like this is our new single <laughs> and, and, and i labored over it to make it sound exactly like the original yeah uh, <laughs> so I'll just be like karaoke <laughs> i'm sure i got there too um christopher what about what about you 
what would you say is a positive note to this movie? So uh, I kind of want to tack on to the whole positivity aspect. Um, there are like a lot of like little scenes that I picked up on this time that I didn't before. Uh, but like the whole, the whole genuineness and positivity of it really struck me as funny this time. Because we had scenes like um, when, when they were raising money to try to uh, make sure that crew was able to race. And everyone was just so committed to their role. And they were in an auditorium that had seats for about 35 and there were about 20 people in there <laughs> and like it was clear that either the town is really small and still that enthusiastic or the portion of the town that cared that was that small and, yeah. <laughs> and either way like i was just watching that i was just like good on these people like they really care yeah, yeah. they raised like what 20 something thousand dollars yeah. yeah 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 20 in the time it took to like round up a town meeting yeah, no. yeah and they they had some deep pockets in cochran too yeah they were just people were just dropping like 1200 bucks here 600 bucks there it's whoa a lot of money a lot of hot dogs because <laughs> we know the, the cochran economy runs on hot dogs of course yeah three for a dollar so uh that's the general that's the going exchange rate as of 1986 i don't know how inflation would account for that rural hot dog money <laughs> uh, um anything else anyone wants to add to the the positive notes um I, I will say that i know that the um the intro to this movie was you know basically the the rad theme went on for about four minutes was just bmx porn <laughs> just stunt porn and then it was well, it's funny you say that because i was actually thinking the whole time um oh my god i don't even know her name Lori laughlin uh, uh christian christian holly christian <laughs> good job dude good job i saw you go through your uh <laughs> yeah. your so, red the, the catalog yeah christian aka aunt becky um Every time her and crew would hang out, they would have like this weird like bike foreplay, <laughs> which was just them like cruising around, stunting on their bikes. And I just thought that was so fucking bizarre. That was awesome. Uh, but it was pretty sweet. I must say it was rad. And then that super sexual like bike dance. Can't Let's even... save that one for later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that. Uh yeah well and I'll also throw out one more positive note and this is just this is the Tom positive they said rad in the movie <laughs> yeah, they, were, they called him rad times. yeah I was worried radical I was I was worried I didn't get it right away and then all of a sudden they just drop like eight on you well <laughs> if they don't build the tension how are you ever going to enjoy it yeah. <laughs> it's true it was built to a payoff it's true and uh, then rad racing was born and then exactly yeah then it was just chock full of rat at the end. I kind of want that shirt now that you mentioned it. <laughs> I can send you a link. <laughs> yes, please. Not if someone doesn't use a paint roller to make it. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't want it. Yeah. Not valid at that point. <laughs> One thing that uh, that genuinely just tickled me after this watch, <laughs> after all these watches, is uh, Elliot, the little sidekick for uh, Duke Best. When he walks over and inexplicably decides to pinch Cruz's uh, sister's cheeks, mm -hmm. uh, when she kicks him in the shins a bunch, his walk away was fantastic. I don't know if any of you caught on to that. Oh, but he was walking yeah. like he was like he had the gout. It was <laughs> like hunched over. Yeah, and just like yeah, it was Real, just really so exaggerated arm. Yeah. I loved his little sister. She was like one of my favorite things about this movie. Yeah, Wes. She was so obnoxious. I love that her name is Wes. Wesley. Yep. For mm -hmm. a tiny girl. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Wesley? Nice thing girls don't talk that way. <laughs> yeah, she was a great little sister. Oh, yeah. And just one other thing I wanted to point yes. out that I caught this time. Um, so at the very beginning, when Cruz going around delivering his newspapers um, and there's that little girl who's waiting for him that he calls good looking. Mm -hmm. 
Her sweatpants were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they were so baggy. They were like tight at the top and at the ankles, but the rest was just like flowing in the wind. <laughs> there was that. And also, the, I don't think they made it down to the ankles. They made it like halfway down the calves. They were like, but har- they were up to like the tip of her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were like harem, like cropped pants. <laughs> I just want to know where can I get my own? <laughs> where can you get a harem jumpsuit? <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. The, what everyone was wearing. <laughs> that weird clothing store in Cochrane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> is Cochrane real? Is Cochrane? Cochrane is not real, no. Um, the movie was filmed in Canada. Ah, oh, that, that makes a lot, lot of sense. <laughs> That's why everyone was so helpful. It was so pleasant, yeah. <laughs> yeah, w- one more thing on the on the positivity is that like major disrespect in these parts is just interrupting someone dancing. Because <laughs> that guy gets yes. interrupted dancing and he's like, yo, you like disrespected me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. That's like, he took that to offense. Well, that was the beginning of the uh, the turning, I think, of, of Bart Taylor. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when we see him at his worst. And he, then... It's true. He's a little mean. He's a little mean. He's very <laughs> background antagonist. Well, I, but I mean, I guess he's kind of secondary. Best was the, the antagonist. Yeah. The he was true. The best antagonist. Ching. <laughs> <laughs> Cash that one in. Um, I like how they kind of made these characters like whole people instead of just like like one D. They weren't exactly like three (laughs) D, but they were definitely not one D. And like that's all I ask for is like make me give a shit about the story you're telling, which they totally did. I was on board from like square one. Mm. Yeah, I'm totally on board with that. Like I, I agree with you, and I think it's not that they necessarily have like whole backstories or anything like that, but like in the case of like Wes, like. She's she's good at forging signatures. Like they just give people like random yeah, skills just, like that that are believable. To like build their character doesn't yes. even tell you a lot. I believe that this ten year old girl is capable. Like of how his friends were like, <laughs> like how the, his friends were like secretly dating, but like he didn't really know because they were never like that in front of him. I was oh. like. That's a detail that they didn't have to put in there, but they did. It made it richer. It, so yeah, exactly. it, it is a detail that they put in there, but did anyone watching this movie ever for a second think that those two were not dating? No. No, I was like, they were that's totally, a yeah. Yeah. Because they kept ass sliding together. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you know it's true love. Yeah. Well, yeah, Crew even said it himself. He said at one point, they asked if he wanted to go ass sliding. He's like, no, I'm going to go ass sliding with someone special. And they went off by himself. <laughs> so it makes me wonder, like, just how functional as, like, a person is Crew. <laughs> At one point, he outright ab- admits, like, the only thing I'm good at is riding my bike. <laughs> that was it's really true. sad, actually. <laughs> no, that was that was super sad. Well, the, uh, the fact that his I dad he, died. And... Well, I think he was exaggerating in terms of, like, he's probably, like, a B student. Yeah. yeah. That was the very, like... That's what we can tell ourselves. <laughs> that was, like, a Forrest Gump moment or something for me. I was like, don't say that. Don't talk like that about don't yourself. You're <laughs> <laughs> so much better You was smart. You was important. <laughs> All right. Let's, um, I guess we, if we don't have any more positive notes or we want to piggyback on anything, uh, Eric, do you have anything? I, I do have one last thing. Okay. Um, we watched the, the Canon films doc a couple, uh, a couple of weeks ago mm. and they had talked about the way that they created those movies is they would just try to pick up on like, what was the next big trend? Like what, what, what can they predict is going to be huge, mm-hmm. uh, among the youth of America. And something that I found really cool about this movie is I don't really care about BMX, but this movie made me interested in watching a movie about BMX. <laughs> which, totally when it comes to a, a kind of movie that I don't think I would have an interest in, the fact that they made me want to watch it. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a very uh, a tough skill to reach in filmmaking. Definitely. For sure. And it's funny you mentioned that because I, I actually kind of had a similar thought about mm. that too because I was uh, from the Canada. I thought the same thing, like um, how they, they made Breakin' and it was like this huge thing and they just 
you know, it, it blew up. And then when when the company split, they both made like their own salsa movies <laughs> with the salsa dancing. Yes. Yes. And they just were trying to make something happen, whereas opposed to before when they, they just let something happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie that, didn't it remind like, me of that. This movie didn't make me care about BMX, no. but I was watching it and having a great time, like regardless of the fact that it was about BMX. Uh, were there any other like BMX movies around this time that like permeated culture like at all? Uh, CAD, Dad. Fad. I mean, you can't just Had. rhyme things. <laughs> we went over this earlier with the Gil Murray thing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah, there was I, like that ABC Family movie about a girl who like dirt biked. I think. Yeah, motocrossed. Like, yep. Yeah, I know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> <laughs> She dressed up like a dude so she could yeah. dirt bike, yeah. Yeah, I feel like like once someone got there, everyone else scrambled to try to find the next thing. Because there was also, oh. around the same time, uh, Gleaming the Cube, which was yes. the skateboard movie with Christian Slater. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a solid... Um, it's it's a solid, it's a solid movie. Well, it's, it's a movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I was gonna say. We see like skateboards and also like foils some kind of corporate crime. <laughs> and that's the one where he lived in a bomb shelter, right? His, I think his friend did. His friend yeah. had a bedroom in a yes. bomb shelter. Yeah, that's badass. This movie also reminded me of like Airborne. You know, definitely. Yeah, we're at the the rollerblading, but, but like this, you know, extreme sports thing. You know that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like BMX was really popular when we were growing up as well. And I don't know if this had anything to do with it. I bet it did. I guess we can transition to the negative portion of what we do here. And uh, does anyone have any failures? I. Uh oh. Don't have a bad thing to say. About <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Which is so rare and never, ever happens. <laughs> that was very Chris Jericho of you. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I have one small nitpick. Okay. Um, the the villains in this movie are like hyper capitalists. <laughs> so Scrooge. square one. But there's tons of product placement in this movie all over the place. Yeah. And I understand that comes with the territory of extreme sports. You got to find it somehow. But it's felt very. Um, it, it made at least the 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 meaning of the story feel a little disingenuous, maybe. Mm. But like I said, that's a huge nitpick. Yeah, I mean, my my personal opinion on product placement is just the, the more the better. I don't even care. <laughs> like ser- I seriously, don't really care either. Don't like care. Coke exists in real life. Yeah, <laughs> I drink Coke. I'll, if they want to do that, then that they can do it. Yeah, by all means. Um, I I really don't have anything bad to say I mean, <laughs> if i'm gonna nitpick all right nitpick crew is like 30 years old <laughs> i have that exact that's no like the, the one thing i was like all right suspend <laughs> suspending my disbelief about the year he was born but that's about it now christopher you're really close to this movie do you have anything that like bugs you about it so uh, i i found one little nitpicky thing today uh for the most part i don't have negatives so much as just observations i would say okay so like the one nitpicky thing i mentioned during the movie is during that initial hell track meeting there were four grown men sitting at a very small table (laughs) 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 for like a big town meeting like it was a table that was like three feet wide and they were all sitting behind it (laughs) so they were they were getting very cozy behind that table for no elbow for a big auditorium yeah (laughs) yeah i can buy that but poor, the, the poor thing, set design. <laughs> the thing that was really strange uh, to me this time is I've seen this movie a lot, as as we've discussed, whatever. Um, Cochrane reminds me a lot of Kubrick's Overlook Hotel in the sense that <laughs> I think that its sense of space is intentionally misleading because I can never get my bearings in the town. <laughs> like, 
So when Cruz delivering newspapers and like he's going to the clothing store, to me that is never equated to being as close to the ice cream place as it has to be <laughs> later on when you see the two girls leave and you know walk around the town. Yeah. So like when we're seeing all these locations, like it just doesn't physically make sense to me. It's like a House of Leaves sort of scenario. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, a little displaced. Yeah, Cochrane is constantly changing. <laughs> it's basically my theory. Well, it's the this is actually of- a prequel to Cube. <laughs> <laughs> And so, so, so just if, if I could ask, who do you think would be the one to get out? Oh, Bart easily. Bart, you think yeah. Bart? He he was way in the lead. He he gave up his spot. You think he would get out of the cube though? I think so. Yeah. Interesting, because I think he had too many flaws early on. I think the, <laughs> that he would have been taken out. I'm gonna go with Wes. I'm gonna go with Wes too. I think Wes <laughs> as well. Actually, I was like, she didn't change uh, an iota. <laughs> Everyone else arced a little bit. She just was her. She uh, had, wait, hang on, she got put in the trash can. the best at math? <laughs> she, had, she had skills and no emotion other than occasional anger, <laughs> <laughs> which is why she rules. Yes. Oh, we never explained what ass sliding is. Uh, well, we're heading to favorite parts, so <laughs> fair uh, enough. Uh, if we want to, if we want to, just jump right into that. Uh, who wants to describe ass sliding? <laughs> Christopher, do you? Uh, no, I'll let someone else have the honors. Okay, uh, I'll give it a shot. Uh, there, there's there's talk of going ass sliding, which kind of threw me. Didn't know what that meant. Why isn't it just sliding? But because they're because on their ass, dude, and they're teenagers. How else do you slide? You know, face first on your belly. Come on. Uh, I mean, you can call it belly Listen. slide. I don't know. If you're a teenager, you're looking for an excuse to say ass. <laughs> it's true. It doesn't really go much further. Than I'm that. just playing the devil's advocate. And, and, and so I understand that this ass sliding that they do is on this slide. like It's like a log plume, like, I think it looks like. Yeah. It, and it's in, like, in the woods. Yeah, it seems like it's... It, it, I don't know. It empties into a lake. Once yeah. again, the, the, the map of Cochrane is all over the place. It yeah, it's, of, it's never in the same place twice. <laughs> it reminds me of like the flume ride. Yeah, like the logs, kind of, yeah. and uh, and and so we get some pretty good, um, you know. Basically, instead of these teenagers fucking, they just go to the ass slide, and then that's kind of what they. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a driving in Cochrane. However, they do have ass sliding. <laughs> <laughs> Provided so you can find it, they just <laughs> slide romantically. Yeah, it's a it's on top of each other, and they just keep sliding into the water, creating their own sexual ejects. <laughs> and then kiss while they're moist. And then yeah, do a little moist kiss. And uh, throw throw rocks at each other too. That's right. That's right. Decent sized rocks. Like where <laughs> if it slipped, like could have gone south pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not a favorite part, but I have to say that I love the nickname crew. And then I found out that it was short for cruiser and I was like, no, no, don't, <laughs> don't say that. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to stick with crew. That's rad. And obviously cru- cruiser can just fuck off. <laughs> It is. It, Don't ruin this. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to say, though, one of my favorite parts was after they get their sponsorship from uh, old man Burton. That guy ruled. Um, Timmer? Burton Timmer, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, he was Mr. Beat Hand James. from uh, Fast <laughs> Times. Ah, uh, yes, yes. But, yeah. um,. So they finally get their sponsorship and like the race is about to start or whatever. And the cop who was like hassling crew and his friends from the beginning of the movie basically is like, yeah, you go get him. But he says, go balls out. (laughs) (laughs) And I just thought that was amazing. That was awesome. If something happens to me on my way home from here, epitaph. (laughs) 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 All right. It will forever be known. Yep. 
Um, yeah, I had a feel. I had a feeling that cop was uh, was on his side right from the get go, right? Oh yeah, yeah, because oh, yeah. he gave him the good old fashioned like handgun when he like beat him out of the lumber yard, like back when nice. I do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the T one thousand prep course. Oh yeah, because uh, our cop, of course, was T nine eight nine. So close to making the cut. Almost made it. Guys, <laughs> we've almost got liquid metal, but right now we have jelly metal. <laughs> <laughs> That guy, oh yeah. Oh, I got a plan for the future, because in the future, kids have dirt bikes. <laughs> we can't risk him against John Connor, so we'll put him against some kid in Indiana. <laughs> uh, did you say he looked like Robotnik? <laughs> He's actually Robotnik. He totally does. <laughs> Balls with, like, the most dastardly mustache. I will say, another thing I noticed tonight was, when he took off his sunglasses for the first time at the very end, mm. I didn't care for it. Because he had those weird little eyes. <laughs> they made me very uncomfortable. In, in context to like the rest of his yes. face and the size of his mustache, his eyes were so beady. Yeah. <laughs> like, creepy. I thought, I mean, I, when he t- started taking them off, I was like, oh my god, is it going to be like a big reveal? Does he even have eyes? Like, <laughs> He's allowed to be a motorcycle cop. <laughs> no no eyes. Looking blind the whole time. <laughs> he takes off his gloves and he's like the thing from Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> Holds his hands over his eyes. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> uh, Eric, what about you for favorite parts, man? Uh, that whole bike dancing foreplay sequence Holy. set to real life semi and angel <laughs> just made me fall in love with this movie. <laughs> oh, my like, God. As soon as that music cue started, I was like, holy shit, this is happening. <laughs> Where have you been all I my life? I felt like that scene overstayed its welcome, and I couldn't have cared less. <laughs> <sighs> oh, we're going to have fighting words. Because that is a great song. And I will have you disparage it. (laughs) You don't want to see bedazzled people doing slow motion bike stunts to send me an angel in the middle of a prom floor. Dude. Uh, But her stunt rider totally had a mustache. (laughs) Which was fantastic. Yeah, Lori Laughlin's stunt rider was just rugged. There was was at one point where they showed the stunt rider from the side and I was like, that's Inigo Montoya. (laughs) (laughs) And thinking about it, it actually could be uh, Hollywood's Mike Miranda. Because uh, ah. he has the same general look. Interesting. Miranda may not be swarthy <laughs> enough, but just he... like Mandy <laughs> Hollywood Mike Miranda was uh, was the BMX guy who was in the race, who kept getting launched out of the race, who kept finding his way up to like the top four. Yeah, it, it should have been his race, honestly. <laughs> I was I was actually going to be about if he came out of nowhere and just won, won the race. <laughs> like, he had as much involvement as he did, except he won at the end. Everyone just was like, flew over that huge <laughs> ramp in the back. You see them both launching, and he just zips through. <laughs> actually, wait. I do have uh, uh, not even a negative. It's not a negative, but I want to talk about a missed opportunity. It's a splitting hair missed opportunity, and this movie's called Rad. What I expected because they do a lot of like bike jumps and they, you know, and they're kind of like you know floating in the air for a while. I kind of expected a few more gnarly guitar riffs, like you know, wasn't the year for it. It was it was too soon. It was way too synthy, synthy poppy. Um, I'm well, maybe if they got an Aaron Norris to direct it. If Aaron Norris made yeah. it, then it would have been a different story. This movie was full on eighties. Yeah. yeah, I feel like if we had hit like eighty eight or so, may have gotten. Oh, some, we got a, we we got got a few like whittledoos. Yeah, some squealy yeah. doos. <laughs> some some gnarly yeah. rad guitar. Whittledoos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so just a small thing. I just want to throw it out there. Um, any more uh, favorite parts? Yeah, um, I, I have a new favorite part, and I think I'm taking this one with me for the rest of my life. Oh, okay, great. Um, and that is the evolution of Bob slash Blob. 
<laughs> because according to my calculations, he went through no fewer than four phases in this movie. Okay. But from and Bob to Slob. <laughs> <laughs> well, not just a name. I mean, we know his name is Bob, and that crew called him Blob, and uh, oh, he yes. thought crew was a smart ass for this. However, the first Blob that we met was angry, mm. and this, which can be can be uh, exemplified by such quote as you know the name's Blob smart the name's Bob smart ass that sort of thing. The next one was vindictive when he saw him on TV. Yeah. And his buddy's like, hey, isn't that the kid you work with? And he's like, yeah, I hope he gets his butt kicked. <laughs> then when crew qualifies, he became numb. And he's <laughs> just like, hey, did you see that he won? He's like, yeah, I got eyes. <laughs> and finally, it's it's like stages of grieving or something. He gets too enthusiastic. And as soon as he's like starts hitting on this random woman that's sitting next to him saying, oh, yeah, Cruz, my buddy. I know him. I work with him as an excuse to steal popcorn from her in the most levicious manner. <laughs> it is disgusting because like, just I wouldn't even though his tongue did not touch his hand before it went into that popcorn. I just would never touch that thing of popcorn again. I would just oh. throw it so out directly yeah. in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, imagine someone named Blob reaching over a rail and stealing popcorn <laughs> out of your container. I just. But, but I think yeah, if we're talking about like the hero's journey or something like that, I think that <laughs> uh, of all the characters in this movie, uh, Blob really showed the most growth. I think you know what? I think you're right. He had the the lo- the largest arc yes. of them all, and it was it was in the background. It was subtle, but it's it's there if you want to see it. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Um, let me see. Uh, ass sliding. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, uh, when he was doing out, his yep. paper route in the beginning, um, the part where <laughs> the dog grabbed the newspaper, I thought that was funny. Minana, Toto. <laughs> <laughs> but I, actually, I, I appreciated that. About that, too, I have kind of a question. Oh, okay. uh, do you guys think that the trash and uh, fire truck go by at the same time every day? Yeah. <laughs> every day? Yeah, because I mean... I, 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 like I live like right outside the city and my trash comes once a week like it's never like picking up a dumpster like the same time every day yeah no so. I, I have the same complaint about our trash <laughs> let's talk to our mayors all right let's let's change the focus well, then. let's talk trash <laughs> let's let's sit the mayor down at a very small table with three other people <laughs> say listen buddy I want the trash to be like Cochran's. <laughs> Welcome to second class trash cast. <laughs> Favorite part uh, also the mayor. Well, actually, during that part, I assumed it was like a Sunday. No but one, no one does trash on Sundays. Does he go to school after that? He does. Yeah, because they arrive in the uh, schoolyard when they see the rich kid. Yes. Yeah, because okay. he goes, that's one fuck juvenile. Whenever asshole. I see somebody delivering juvenile, papers, I just assume it's a weekend. Yeah, he's the same one that has the uh, the immortal line, uh, paper boy thinks he's a pro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with his sweet, like, green and pink sweater. He was super yeah. preppy. He yeah. was. His name harsh. was Serge. <laughs> <laughs> like the I, soda. I, I don't know if it really is, but I like just <laughs> as soon as we were talking about him, I'm like, that guy's name is probably Serge. <laughs> <laughs> I believe everything you say, by the way, just yeah. so you know. All right. <laughs> You're like the foremost expert on this movie, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Did you guys know that you owe me 50 bucks each? <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> I think my favorite part about this movie is that it ends on a freeze frame. <sighs> yeah. Yep. And and it had a no dilly dally close. So race is over. Bad guy comes around. They shake hands. Yeah. Death Raiders ending. Boom. Freeze I frame. Love it's over. The good guy high road ending. Like, oh man, you lost. You got kicked out now. I think we have room in the crew for one more freeze like, frame ending. I like that. Fuck yeah. Well, before the freeze frame ending, very important. They lifted his bike together. Yes. <laughs> that is a huge. Yes. Of their impending friendship. Yes. They yeah, are I mean, united. That, that gives you more than a sequel ever would. You know what? You're I right. I said sequel and I got so sad that there, <laughs> that there isn't one. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, um, for some reason, Bill Allen, the guy who plays Crew, actually follows me on Twitter, so I'll, I'll let him know that you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> I think he still has skills. I hope so. No, it's about him taking the SAT six months later. <laughs> yeah, no, he gave it all up and uh, and became like a lawyer or something. Silo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, any more? Any last favorite parts? At the very beginning of the movie, when they're yeah. all saddling up uh, with their paper sacks, uh, uh-huh. Luke couldn't tie his own and crew had to do it for him. <laughs> all right. Favorite favorite part. <laughs> That's all. All right. Let's rate it then. So let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my god, my fucking father. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right, guys, let's rate Rad from 1986. Uh, It's been a while since we've explained the fuck scale, so I will do that very quickly here. so we're going to go ahead and give it a fuck yeah if it's amazing and we absolutely loved it. We're going to give it a fuck off if it was kind of mediocre. And we're going to give it a fuck you if we hate it. And, and it was a waste of our time. And it was a waste of time. I don't see us going any lower than our number one rating, <laughs> <laughs> which is fuck yeah. So I'm going to give this a fuck yeah. I second that emotion. <laughs> Second third. emotion. Yeah, yeah. Third, third. Can we give it a radical fuck yeah? Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, so wow. so we so we call. <laughs> thank you. I think one got in there. So we call that a fucking sweep because we've all given it a fuck yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was obvious where we, it was more obvious than crew winning the race. <laughs> that I feel we like halfway going, through this, well, we're like, I know how this movie ends. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Mike Miranda fantastic. keeps you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, I think I mean this was just an absolute blast, genuine, positive movie. Like yeah. I don't. And the fact that you watched this as a kid, like, oh my goodness, I wish I watched this when I was a kid. I know. That's what I wrote. I was like, I would have loved this as a kid. I mean, I love it as an adult. Don't get me wrong. But if I saw this when I was a kid, it would be like part of my repertoire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going in rotation. For sure. They just Uh, don't make movies like this anymore. No. I hate to be a jaded, nostalgic asshole, but (laughs) but it's true. You'd have to make this like a parody to make it today you mentioned yeah. that like when actually because you said that during uh, the semi and angel scene and i was like yeah they'd make that that would happen in a will ferrell movie and, and Dude, it, you nailed it yeah and it would just be close-ups of like the bike stunts and then you know it would well, just it's, be... it's actually been parodied outright like the uh the song when he's doing the hell track trials like that's been in like a few different things where they've been making fun of that like um, <laughs> oh. i feel um, like that song american dad used it had a for weird that familiarity sort of and uh really? turbo kid uses it as well for oh, the opening I scene watched i still haven't watched turbo kid turbo kid's great oh so we heard. yeah you'll love it i'm excited um, yeah, anyone else want to add to the to the fuck yeah ship? Um, Is there anyone else? <laughs> oh, hey, hey. Hey, you, here comes Crow. <laughs> <laughs> I heard there was a hot mule in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Bill Owen, I love you. <laughs> um, no, all around yeah. awesomeness. Total fuck yeah. Um, rad was rad. Absolutely. Um, any, any final thoughts, questions, exclamation points that we want to talk about before we wrap it up here? Did it? No. All right. Well, then that's it. We watched Rad from 1986, and it got a fuck yeah all around. Fucking sweep. Fucking sweep. Uh, I Yeah, this one was... I'm excited that I have access to watch this again. <laughs> that that I am excited for. I, I want to show this to people, you know. Um, if you'd like more information on our show, you can head on to Facebook, facebook.com slash secondclasscinema. If you'd like to listen to our program, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, secondclasscinema.com, and followingfilms.com. And now the show is over, and it was rad. Do you want to plug anything? Yeah, you. Yeah, Christopher, thank you for uh, for coming on. 
No yes, problem. It was a blast. Yeah. Thank bringing, you for bringing this movie into our lives. Yes, showing us rad. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm in a couple bands, uh, Very Lumar. That's V-A-R-Y-L-U-M-A-R. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't pick the name. And I'm, <laughs> I'm also in a band called Desk. Yes. With, uh, with a former... Uh, panelist, I guess you could say, from the show. Uh, yeah, panelist, all right. Panelist, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say that. Uh, good old Jimmy Paul. Oh, yep, 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 yep. No one on this show is Jim Schultz. Yeah, but not to me. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we, you can find us at deskrocks.bandcamp.com and uh, Very Lumar at verylumar.bandcamp.com. Awesome. Excellent. Cool. Thanks. All right. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having me. This is great. <laughs> Fantastic. Go home now. <laughs> <laughs>